Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey. Or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! He laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. My man, welcome back, fella. How we doing, buddy? Things are good. Nice, nice to be back in the studio. Nice little lunch at Gulfstream today. Uh, I kept it light. Yeah, you did. A little, uh, yeah, I-, I wanted to go with the breaded Dover sole. <laughs> Why didn't Most you? Most expensive thing on the menu. Um... <laughs> I wanted to stay late. It was my first meal of the day. Like I said, I, I texted you after I left uh, this raw strength yoga class, which always kicks my ass. Uh, talk about releasing toxins when you get out of there. I bet. Sweating like a mofo. Um, but no, it was uh, it was nice. A little, little uh, catch up with our boy Tom Doherty. And uh, well, what can I say? I had a little <laughs> seared tuna. Speaking of catch up, yeah. best fries in Orange County. Huh? Oh, I, I said that. Is this the best fry? Yeah, that's the best fry in Orange County. It is. They got the dippings, they got the catchy, I know. and then they got that nice little like uh, spicy mayo to dip it in. They're I, dead. I, I'd like to say that another place would give them uh, a run for their money, but I just... Oh, yeah, Crack Shack. Crack Shack. You ever have Crack Shack fry? I've had Crack Shack on DoorDash a few yeah, times. Yeah, it's a nice fry. Tough to say. It's tough to uh, <laughs> nice put fry. a fry up to a fry nice when fry. you get a DoorDash, though. True. You need it coming right out of the kitchen. You do. Um, do you like, are you a skinny fry guy, a steak fry guy, a, a waffle fry? I like Depends. it. Fish Depends. and chips, I like the thick fry. Yeah, like in Ireland. With the fucking uh, balsamic vinegar on there, the malt vinegar. Wow. Talk about tasty. That's I got to turn my mind. That's a Patty O'Brien move, but he just does the normal vinegar. Just salt. You ever have chip trucks back in Fort Mac in the summertime? You head down to the chip truck and grab the chips and uh, you ever have those? A like chip truck? Yeah. Like an ice cream truck with do you, chips? Do you guys know what a chip truck is, Max? No, we I've never heard of that. Okay, so yeah, back home. Shout out to the Rutherford family. They had the best chip truck. I mean, Port Hope has a chip truck. In the summertime. Okay. Fucking chip truck. So this old truck, this old like um, like, like, a, like a mail truck or something, they would turn it into a okay. chip truck. Shagging wagon. Yeah. <laughs> like the dumb and dumber. Yeah, the it's shag. a shagging wagon. Chicks dig it. <laughs> um, yeah, you go down there, great French fries. Those thick homemade ones you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Vinegar, salt. Yeah. They're unbelievable. Fry them right up. Get in that canola oil yeah. and just let them eat. I'm going to see if I can Google chip truck here just so you can get an image um but yeah great fry great fry nice uh nice eye candy in there too not talking about dessert golf stream buddy i'll tell you what prime real estate listen we're, we're gonna get into it in uh in uppies world 
because you know you, you're you're back. But um, you, you go in that Gulf Stream; it's it's always busy. And I'll tell you what; these people in Newport Beach, they don't care if it's Monday. Anything that ends with a Y, yeah. they're going to have a cocktail at lunch. I hear you. One time this guy had a ribeye and he was drinking a fucking dirty martini at 1145. I'm I, like, life, what's the rest of his day look like? Yeah, life's good. What does his day look like? God, it is, uh, some people just have it all here. Right? They don't have to show up to the studio and <laughs> bullshit with you all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just go and get drunk at noon. I, I just thought a big ribeye at noon and a dirty martini, I'd be heading right for Big Canyon Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you, you, you're definitely going to have a workout after that. And eh? a like, new pair of shorts. You're like, I'm not going <laughs> to Hey, I'm looking for Ray Finkel and a new <laughs> pair of shorts. Um, you're not going to play pickleball at three o'clock after you have a ribeye and a couple dirty martinis no. at Gulfstream, are you? No, you're not. No, and, and we'll get into the football, but I'll, I will say I had a nice Cassidy's burger yesterday. Dude. And that was at one o'clock. Yeah. The game here started, the the Bills-Steelers game was on at one thirty here. So I, I made sure, you know, I got my boy Stos in town. I made sure I was getting over there with a good bar seat. And that fucking cheeseburger was coming hot off the grill before opening kickoff. Oh, yeah. Would you have a Pacifico ice, to wash it down or what? Ice cold stone IPA right off the tap. And then, because we <laughs> sat next to this beauty, this guy, Hammer. He, guy, guy's a good guy. He's a Newport Beach legend, Hammer Time. He's, legend? He's, I, I guess so. Wow. He's been around since the 70s. This guy, oh, wow. I don't know, Max, if you know this guy, Hammer Time. Max you know? lives down in San Diego. But Cassidy's is where you'll find him. Yeah, I know. So this guy used to be uh, the vice president of Motown Records back in the day. Like, the guy's... He's big time, and he's got great flow. He looks like uh, he could be either playing in, um, you know, Guns N' Roses or could be like a wrestler. Like, he kind of has that go-to. You know, he could, he's got a wide range. Anyway, sat next to him, good guy. We buy him a shot of Pappy, Pappy Van Winkle. Pappy, what's that shot called? Ooh, it's... T- I, I mean, just go with Jameson in there. $150 shots. What? $150 shot. And Cassidy's. And Cassidy's, listen... Cassidy's you has bought a dude a hundred and fifty dollar shot. Oh, no, it was Crystal. you've changed, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> you've changed. Listen, hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> shot. I split mine. I didn't need a full one. Fifty um, bucks. One fifty. Poppy Van Winkle. That didn't go on the company card, did it? No. <laughs> fuck I lost my company card. I need a new one. Mine doesn't. I was using it too much. Mine doesn't work. I the the the, the strip, the magnetic strip. We used it too much. It just don't work. I know. Um, hey, Appy, I just want to show you what a chip truck looks like. See that chip truck? Oh, wow. And then see the oh, chips. It's like, uh, what do you call it? Food truck. Yeah, food but truck. You sell chips in there. Yeah, exactly. I should have said yeah. food truck. But it's just selling chips. That's Straight, by the way, that's burgers such a and dogs. Thing. Burgers and dogs. These guys think chips down here are, are potato like chips. Like ruffles. Yeah. No. All dressed. No, they're fucking fries back home. Yeah. So, yeah, but we call it a good old fashioned fresh cut fries, I guess. I call it chip truck. So, yeah. um, but back to the shot $150 shot. Yeah. And I mean, tasty. So, this is at $145, too. I had to go and. Um, you know, I won't say where I had to go after that, but I, I did it. <laughs> went home and uh, God, I want to know where you went. No, it tell me off the air, right? Well, yeah, for sure. But I just, <laughs> I'm a responsible adult. But yeah, you know, we had a couple beers and a shot and a burger afternoon on a Monday. You know, Martin Luther King Day it was. It, it felt like that was the day to drink. There's you know NFL football on all day, and uh, yeah. So this, so these these guys drinking at lunch they're kind of onto something i mean listen it's a newport beach way mm-hmm. they love cocktailing um i got back this morning I'm, we're going to get into my my uh my journeys through the midwest but i'll tell you what I, I i had some bad weather in dallas so i had to reroute my flight through phoenix this morning i had a middle seat from uh phoenix to santa Ana. And i know it's only an hour flight but middle seats should be outlawed like they, they should be free people that shouldn't have to pay for a middle seat it, it's it's unhuman. Yeah. It, it, it's just like, and this guy beside me, I, I don't know who he was or where he was coming from. Farting. Two fucking winter jackets. So they had the one on his lap, then we take off, and now he's trying to take the, the jacket. 
So no. now he can't get it off, right? So now I'm, I'm like, that drives you crazy. Oh my god! So now I'm like this. He's, he's all up in my personal space, and then what does he do with the, with the blinds? Fires it open. <laughs> now the sun is beating in my face. I'm trying to watch the Joe Rogan show. My, and I'm looking at this guy like, what is he thinking? Yeah. So finally, I say, fella, like, can you put that thing down? Like, you know. So we finally put it down. I mean, it's just it was an hour of torture. I, I like, I guess I'm soft or, or spoiled or whatever, but like that middle seat, that should be a free seat. What was there a minute went by where you didn't think you should start drinking or? <laughs> well, I, I mean, guess I, I can't handle this here. I that. guess I could have done that. Give me a goddamn Jack and Coke. I Brown just, and Coke. I thought about just like going full like Hulk and ripping the other seat right. There. Like I was just in. Like I just, yeah. I, no, I, I felt so just like. I had a guy here and another guy. I'm sure they were. No, you should never sit in the middle seat. I, I, I give you shit sometimes. You know, the company car gets abused. It gets almost yeah, tortured by, um, by first, class. first class tickets. But yeah, you shouldn't sit in the middle. Someone should get up and let you. And I was thinking, I, I'm here complaining. They probably, when they saw my big ass coming for them, he probably thought, no, there's not a worse feeling out there. I'm you just going to say, when you when you have that seat open next to you and, and someone walks down the aisle that you don't really want to sit by, and they just you look at you and you go fuck fuck I might just well as leave this plane. I mean you 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 always got the bounce of anytime I travel with you back in your single days you get like the hot chick that sit beside you yeah. I get the guy that's like two seventy sit beside me. Yeah. But listen I came in there was one guy the guy in the aisle with two jackets there right? double double jackets there double jacket. He's coming from Phoenix to Santa Ana. What the fuck did he need two jackets and for? The, they weren't leather right? They were, they were big. Canada oh, goose. The one was a big one and the other one was like a uh, yeah like a, yeah yeah. So. So he was sitting there with his jackets, and then I come in, and he and I go right to the middle seat. And I say, "Hey, fella, hopefully, you know, if, it, if no one sits here, I'll slide over." But I think she's a full bird, and he just kind of okay. So this other like kind of little guy comes sits beside me. He gets his little iPad. He's reading, and the girl in the section over gets bumped up to first class, which opens up that middle seat and that row. So I was like, ah, I was one bounce away from having that empty seat, right? Cute girl and the empty seat. Well, just so that she went up to first class, she must have had all the points like you have with United or whatever, and she well, went up to the front. escorted up to the front. Up she went. I might get up there. I don't get escorted. Um, <laughs> Dylan, let me ask you this. Did you make it home with that jacket, though? What's that? Did you make it home with your KC jacket? My KC jacket's back in Kansas. It's I, back I, there. Yeah, it's a nice jacket. It is a nice jacket. Yeah, a little OVO hat. The OVO hat was a nice touch. It was a nice touch. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it was it was freezing. I'll be honest with yeah. you, but listen, I, if you're ever out there, shout out. We'll start with these guys because you teamed me up. Let's talk some football up, dog. Coldest game in the history of Arrowhead. So I had this trip planned with Mac Miller for like a month. I was supposed to take her to a game earlier in the year, and you know some things came up, and I, I canceled a couple times. And, you know, I just like, hey, listen, if they, you know, I kind of surprised her. I said, listen, I got tickets. We're going to go to Kansas City. You know, it's going to be a great weekend. This was like a week ago, right? Then the, I look at the forecast, and she's like, uh, it's supposed to be pretty cold. I'm like, how cold? And then I check it. I'm like, and then you know how things go, right? On, on social media, it's like coldest game ever. It's going to be minus 30. The people are not going to go. Well, listen up, dog. It didn't scare these Kansas City Chief fans away. They embraced it. Uh, people showed up at 9 a.m. And what they did, I actually thought of A Hall. A lot of these people, they made like a little tent and they had like a heated propane tank with a TV. And so like they had their little inside thing and they all had their camo hunting gear on Missouri, right? Hunting gear, goggles, they were hammered. I mean, walking this place, you would have thought it was September and it was 80 degrees out. They were cheering and drinking. I'm like, we better get going here. Like, we're, but I had heated everything heated socks, heated long johns, heated shirt, heated gloves. Where, would you plug them all in or? I plugged them all in before I went, charged them all up. Nice. Yeah. No batteries? Yeah, the battery goes right in them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, wow. Just when I thought bringing uh, waterproof socks to Ireland for a trip was going a little extensive. Yeah, I know. That's impressive. 
Mackel showed it to him. He's the one that told me about heated socks. I said, fellas, didn't you guys? Oh, yeah, I have a set of those in Aspen. Yeah, I went, I, when Mackel, I texted him. I said, yeah, I went skiing with you. You have some heated socks, right? He said, yeah, I do. So then we went Did to the store. Did he send you the pair? No, I went to the store in, in uh, Bass Pro Shop. By the way, not cheap, the ones at the ski ones. $100 each. Yeah, that's my outfit cost more than tickets. By, by the time <laughs> I added it up, I'm like, my outfit here is costing. Well, they were giving tickets away for a while there, right? Yeah, they dropped big time. Big time. Plummeted. But you could take it? Uh, yeah, nine rows up. It was awesome. Where was Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift was sitting behind me uh, in the suite with Mahomes' old lady and Kelsey's mom. And these people in Kansas City, I, I, they're great fans, but some of these fucking whatever you want to call them are trying to take a picture of Taylor yeah. and blocking our section. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to go get a hot chocolate here. Like, yeah. get stop taking her picture. She's just sitting there. Like, let's go. Damn. And the only time you ever see the hot chocolate line longer than the beer line. The hot chocolate line was like they the, need like a ramen place or something. Yeah, like a place to get some noodles. Yeah, some well, hot noodles. What would you do for some itchy band there or something? I don't even know what that is. It's like those noodles in the package where you just put them in the boiling water with the salt and the noodles, and you just crush it. I would have gave anything for some warm soup. Yeah. yeah, but these Kansas City fans, they embraced it. And I would say this: the guys on the sidelines that had to bring those big jackets over to them, these guys. They were the hardest working MVPs of the game. There wasn't Patty Mahomes. It wasn't Rice. It wasn't uh, Kelsey didn't have a great game. But these guys up, like they just stole the jacket, pick it up. They got to put it on the defensive guys, bring yeah. it back. Like I was right there on the sidelines. I saw all the shit that was going on to keep these guys warm. It was crazy. And Chris Long texted me. And Longer was like, how was that game? I'm like, honestly, buddy, I had heated everything. My nuts were warm. I was all right. How is it to play in one of those games? He's like, dude, I played in one that wasn't quite as cold as that, but he said it's just a mind fuck oh, leading up yes. to the games. Like, just an absolute mind fuck. So you bet the house on Casey. You, you, you told us, boys, this is this is turning the lights out. The Dolphins were staying at my hotel, and I was coming back from the KU game, which is an unbelievable environment. Shout out to Joe DeMarco, a former alumni KU. Listen, I'll be, I thought about this campus, like cool little campus. I was thinking of us back in the day. We, <laughs> We could add some fun at that KU like campus. Uh, so I come back, and the, the the Dolphins are getting ready to come on the bus. So I'm like, oh, we'll just hang out in the hotel a little bit. And I saw Tyreek Hill come down, and I think it was more set the running back. And, like, literally Tyreek went outside to get on the bus and then ran back in the hotel and was like I, – I, he was kind of that far, but he's like ran back in and was laughing. I'm like, I text you boys right away. I'm like, these guys, they don't have a chance. Like, it, they – I kind of felt bad from almost to a certain extent, except for I had so much money on the Chiefs. Yeah, it started off – I mean, they're, they're just – they're built for playoffs and built for cold weather. Yeah. And Mahomes is like, he's been there. Back to back, back to back. Yeah. Right. So all these guys, I guess they're playing in, uh, you know, wetsuits that you go surfing in here. Mm -hmm. Like Patty Mahomes had a cutoff wetsuit under his under his gear, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder why. It keeps the body keeps heat. Keeps the body heat in. So that's what these guys are playing in. Yeah. 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 But that was, the lock of the, that was the lock of the week. And DraftKings signs everywhere. Uh, it was an unbelievable experience, Updog. Um, let's talk about some bets, baby. DraftKings, fellow. How'd you do? Talk to me. Talk to me. Listen, I had a parlay from hell, Obi. I had a 17 parlay that I started off with Michigan winning the, um, the national championship. And then I went in, I took the Texans. I took the Chiefs. Okay, this is a 17-er thing. I took the Packers, and I told you about this. I took the Lions. No, I actually took the Rams, and they covered for me. And I had two last legs on Monday to finish. And I kind of got cold feet. Early in the week when I put this bet in, I took Pittsburgh at plus 10. And I got cold feet before the game. And I, it, was a, it was a $100 or 
to win 7,900 bucks, okay? That was my odds. It was great odds. Yeah. So I had two legs left, and I went into that afternoon game yesterday, Buffalo, and I said, I'm hedging. I'm doing it. Buffalo's my my squad. Allen's my squad. Allen's my guy. $3,000 bet I put on on uh, Bills. Bills. Okay. Smoke. And I took it at plus nine and a half. So there was a chance that if it was by 10, I could win that. And maybe this par this parlay from hell would actually push it. But I'm sure it, it would have ended. But anyway, so thankfully I did that. The gods helped me because it was the only game I missed. Tampa ended up, you know, covering against the Eagles. And it would have been one hell of a... I would have been buying dinner here at Missing Curfew for a long time if I win that one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, d I did good. I, I I didn't lay a lot of cash on each game. I was just following this parlay and I was having fun doing it. But what a great way to enjoy, uh, you know, the, the wild, card wild card weekend. It was unreal. Listen, bro, I'm, I, I, I never hedge. I, I would never, ever hedge. Like, that's just me personally. It's not a... Like, the smart play is to hedge. Like, unless it was, like, millions of dollars or something, right? Like, like even last year, like, with Vegas going to the finals, I didn't hedge it. 17 grand, I didn't hedge it. Now, what I should have done last year in the first round was when the Avs and Bs were both playing in Game 7, I should have hedged it the other way. Because I went all in and got smoked. So, that kind of bit me. But I, I'm, I'm not a big hedger. I, I don't know. I want the thrill. I'm going down with the ship or I'm yeah. getting the fucking yeah. high of, like... Yeah. There's, there's a way, though, that you just cut your risk, but you still take a profit. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. smart way to do it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but a, a true gambler would say, unless you're risking a lot of money, like a hundred dollars to win the seven is 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 great odds. Just let it roll. Yeah. But I'm like, but you know, I've been on a cold streak, so I do need to take a victory at some point. Well, listen, talking about a victory, you the Packers. Pack. What a call by you. Thank you. I, I forgot Aaron Jones was back. I tried to pick him up on waivers back in our fantasy, and Loops got him for me, so I should have known he was back, but. Max, you were right, man. Remember, like, months ago I said the Cowboys, and you were like, well, you are right, Max. The same old Cowboys ups. What a call by you, dude. I did not Thank see you. that coming. I took on the chin. I think the Packers have uh, – I they have it cut out for them this weekend in San Fran. But um, yeah, all odds were on, you know, Dak Prescott to have the pressure. Obviously, the coach, McCarthy, you know, do or die. There's some uh, there's some changes to be made. Yeah, no big he's D right cleaning now. Cleaning out his office right there's now. There's cleaning out his office. Yeah, Jerry's saying, "See you later." Man, they just hadn't lost a game in almost two years. They lost the home opener two years ago to Tom Brady and the Bucks. And since then, they hadn't lost a game at home. They had the highest scoring offense. Um, you know, you mentioned in the group text Packers over T's. I was like, ah, that that might be the bet. And then I was like, nah, nah, Cowboys are gonna roll them. I lost first half. Second half and the game. I, I had them game first half, and then I doubled up in the second half and got smoked. Yeah, was, Jordan Love, man, that guy can, that guy yeah, can make no, it rain. Yeah, he's got a. He, he kind of looks like Purdy a little bit, like the way they throw the ball back foot, confident. I mean, he's got a gun. It's just whether or not, like you know, in the playoffs, everything's so magnified, and whether or not he can handle. San Fran D and the way San Fran's going to just punish their, you know, they're going to shove it down their throat. It's like you're going to get the, if, if you do get the ball a lot, it's either going to be off kickoffs or you're going to be pushed way back and you're going to have to go the whole length of the field. And it's whether or not he can back, back that up. That's a big game. They just played a statement game, a game for the ages, but now it's like, what do you got? Yeah. And they're almost like the thing that scares me because I got the Niners and the Ravens in a tease to go to Super Bowl or love sorry, in a parlay. I love that bet. Or in a future bet. The Packers almost now that scare me is like their quarterback's making it rain. He's spinning it. 
and they're almost so young that remember when you were young, you didn't even know any better. Yeah. You're like, fuck it, bring it on. Let's go. What I do mean, we got to lose? You, you mentioned that, um, the Packers right now are 2,500 plus, plus 2,500 20. to go all the way. Yeah. A couple hundred bucks, five grand. That's going to be a great that. game. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, what a stud. Shout out to Bill's Mafia. I mean, the snowstorm, we couldn't, they couldn't leave their house for three days. They go to the game. They're throwing snowballs everywhere. That was a lock, too. We should have put everything we had on that one. Josh Allen's a beast. Um, I want to give some love to a guy that we got to know, Matt Stafford. I mean, I know they lost. What a great atmosphere. That, that guy's was an is, incredible game. That guy's as tough as they come, man. Yep. I mean, he, the resilience, he was out cold. He got hit. He was there, out. Bring him in the tent. Two minutes later, he's back slinging it. I'm like, this guy is a fucking beast. And talk about slinging it from all different areas of his body. He's throwing him off back foot. He's throwing him sidearm. He's he's that was a back and forth battle. I you know what, you know, watching the Lions come out like that, an incredible atmosphere. My boy Bizzle was there. Shout Saw out that. to Bizzle. Saw that. Um, yeah, Eminem. I mean, the atmosphere was crazy. Love to see a game in there. But at the same time, I'm like semi cheering for the Rams. I. I I'm like, you know, can they get a game at SoFi? Everyone's like, nope. Don't you know how playoff football works? I'm like, I didn't know they were their last seed, but yeah. it'd be great to see a playoff game. Maybe roll through SoFi. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, they won a Super Bowl there, yeah. They did, they did. But anyway, I was just saying, like, could the, could the Eagles come in and play maybe? Nope. Yeah. But the Rams were just, they're an exciting team. That, that, now or whatever the fuck Oh, his name the is. rookie receiver? Oh, my. What's his name? Nayuk? Nakua. 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 That guy is going to, boys, we are going to watch this guy play for the next 10 years. So there was a cool clip between Sean, uh, or what's the head coach's name? McVay. McVay and their GM. And McVay's telling the GM in the fifth round, I love this kid. His toughness, uh, the way he can make plays after he catches it. Listen, and that's what he does, man. He goes up and gets this ball, and like the way he can make plays after the catch, he's, he's a stud. Stud. And they asked him how he got so tough, and he was the youngest of five brothers. He said, my whole life, I was just getting beat up. I was on the bottom of the pile. I had to realize how to get off the pile. He's a stud, man. But I wanted to say this about the Lions. There was this one season ticket holder. The Lions haven't won a playoff game. When they won the playoff game, there wasn't text messaging, Uppy. That's the last time they won a playoff game. There wasn't text messaging. Yeah, it was the first game in 30 years, playoffs, right? This guy's been a season ticket holder for 66 years. <laughs> and that was the first fucking playoff win he's ever seen, I think. <laughs> or something like that. They showed him in the stands. But they hadn't won a playoff game since text messaging was invented. Yeah. That to me was like, holy man. Yeah, we're 40. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. 30 years, not a playoff game. Crazy. It's been the longest time in any pro sport, right? The team's gone that long without making the playoffs? Without winning? I'm not sure. It was a stretch. It was a long time coming. So I love Dan Campbell. Good on you, boys. Yeah, good on you, boys. And then last but not least, what a way to finish off the Super Bowl or Super Wild Card weekend. Ah, Baker Mayfield was making it rain. And the Philadelphia Eagles are out. And Larry Flowers, when are you jumping in this snowbank, right? This guy, you telling me he's going to jump? Yeah, he, he said he if, called they it. if they don't win by double digits. I'm like, fella, A.J. Brown's out, hurts his fingers in one. Their defense is, it was the, like just a joke. Um, but listen, I'm happy for Baker Mayfield. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was an incredible game. Good, good atmosphere at home. Listen, I, I got I got cold feet when I was watching the highlight. I was watching the pregame on you know ESPN or whatever. Was it ESPN last night? I think yeah. so. Scott, Joe Scott Buck. Yeah. And anyway, they all picked fucking Tampa. I'm like, God damn it. So then I'm thinking, go against the odds here. You know, it's Jalen Hurts. I'm sure he'll get it together. They were just so disappointing. I can't remember, you know, following a team so closely um, and them having such a good season last year 
a team that just folded so bad. <laughs> last seven games, they lose six. You know, A.J. Brown not playing, that hurts. That him. hurt him big But, time. like, just the, the D, you just said it. The D, they missed so many tackles. I'm like, are they even trying? I feel bad for, like, fucking Kelsey and those those O-linemen. But even the O-linemen got worked. This was the best O-line in the league. They couldn't run anything. Yeah, they, were, they got stuffed a million times. All those little screen passes that went out, boom, stuffed. They had nothing. Nothing. That was... You know, cost Box me. D's legit too. I mean, they yeah. you give a shout out to Todd Bowles. They were bringing the blitz. They were bringing the house that hurts. Up dog. I remember when you play. Like you know, you go you go into playoffs and you used to like the old saying, like you can't turn it on, can't turn it off, right, boys? Like, and there's teams I went on where we were humming going into playoffs. And other teams where we kind of limped in. Birds were one and five in their last six, or or lost six of their last seven. And the Bucks won five of their last six. So I was like. That moment means something. It's like there's something going on in that Eagles dressing room that we'll we'll probably never all know. But to me, their yeah. team was just they lost. I I text Loops before the game. I said, "Who are you on?" He's like, no, "I'm late. I'm I'm you know sitting this one out." And sitting I went it out. Yeah, no. He's like, "Listen, I, I I want the birds to win, but like they suck." I'm like, "I know," and I didn't listen to him. Um, unfortunately, Flowers dragged me into the mud. Yeah, he'll drag you a lot of places. <laughs> I can't believe Loops stayed off it. Eh? Wow. He's getting mature. Uh, great weekend of football up, dog. I can't wait next week for the division rounds. Uh, it's the best time of the year right now. The, the next weekend, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. It's going to be unbelievable. So we had a good first week, though. I was yeah. The only but I lost with the Cowboys, and the only one you lost was the Eagles. The, was the Eagles. That's it. Boom, baby. Yeah, yeah. We're back. Stay hot. We'll be right back. I miss a curfew. Fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jagermeister US, White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Oh man. Up his world. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. He's off the wagon. I'm off the wagon. How was it? First of all, as your, you know, one of your best buddies and your business partner. I'm proud of you for doing that. Thanks. Really proud of you, bud. I needed something to do, Obes. Yeah. You know, as you get older, you're like, you want to challenge yourself. <laughs> I needed something to do, Obes. No, I get drunk every night, eh? <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. I mean, for all you guys sitting at home at night when you get home from work and you're, you, know, you got your kids and they're driving you nuts and, you know, you, whether you're dealing with the daily grind and you want to have a bottle of wine or two, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. You know, it's fine. But at some point, like, you know, if you're a guy like me, uh, you know, I still wish I was playing, but I'm not. And still? then, you know, I wish I was. Yeah, I still. Love Even it. after that shellac, you took it, asked me. Yeah. You still want <laughs> eight two? I had two. Um, no, listen. You know, you always want to. You always want to be in shape. I, I I miss a workout here. I do some yoga here. It's whatever. But I'm not like, I'm not completely where I want to be. You know. But this was a good way to challenge myself. And you know, I posted a little picture on the Thursday. We aired our fellow Friday show Friday. I said, stay tuned to hear what the 72-hour fast was like, right? Ton of people, ton of people hitting me up. How'd you feel? 
wow, I had a buddy do that. Wow, I'm thinking about doing it. Where, where should I get some info on it? Like, so, so to everyone out there, you know, who, who follow us and who know, you know, about life force and what that, that, that adds to your health, but this 72 hour fast complete reset for your mind, body, gut, energy, cock, still, <laughs> still, still not using that. Um, no, but, but what a great way to like, you know, hit the reset button and not like take a month off booze. Yeah, like you don't want to get, you know, you got a fellow tour coming up here. So yeah. you couldn't take a month off. Yeah, but God no, sakes. but in all seriousness, it was tough. Day one, day two, completely tough. Day three, never felt better. Came in here in the morning with you before your flight, you know, maybe a little struggle in the morning, but then like, boom, yoga, boom, sauna, jump in my pool, which is like mid forties right now. Um, and, and what I say now is after this reset, you know, I want to eat good. I want to not eat ice cream every night, which I, I usually was. Now I'm just a couple of frozen grapes and maybe a cookie. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm back on the sauce. Friday golf, I had two tequilas. And what then was I your went, first drink back? It was a, uh, it was called the Up Dog. It was the, it's the Reposado soda yeah. splash of the ginger ale. So that was that big can, your first cocktail back? Uh, yeah, that was at about noon. And then I had another one on the turn. Yeah, and then after that, long though after like I took thirty days off. You remember I did thirty days, and I remember I got I think it was Friday golf too. I had my first drink. Yeah, I was hammered by hole seven, pinned. Yeah, so no, it wasn't really that. uh, No, it it took a while, but by the time I got to a restaurant with Christina, I sat at the bar, um, one old fashioned, one glass of wine. Then I was like, by the time my fillet came out, I was I was cross eyed. (laughs) So that was what five drinks. Yeah, not bad. bad over the course of ten hours. I was the old A restaurant. It's we used not to, bad. We used to. We were there was a stretch there where me and you went there every Friday for about a year. Yeah, there's still, still mad respect in there for the fellas. Yeah, you know, that I, little I table came, right in the lounge. Yeah, there. I that was a nice table. I sent our girl Kimmy a little message and Jordan, who was out of town. I said, "Listen, I need a table for two. They said it's busy, and buddy, I went in there. Three people deep at the bar to order a drink. Totally, tons of cougs. Cougs everywhere. Yeah, tons of cougs. Yeah, if you're looking for a good Coug bar in Newport, any restaurants, your spot there. Well, I, if you're coming down from no British Columbia or Alberta and you're on a little work trip and you're a single guy, yeah. Unless anyone's new listening to this podcast, they've heard us talk about the Cougs at a restaurant before. Yeah. There was, yeah, no, I I, used to, I haven't been to a restaurant in a year and a half. I suspended myself. Maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm due to go back there for a, for a cocktail. Yeah, I've had good cocktails. Like Stiff ones. Anyways, I'm talking proud of you, buddy. Uppies World, party time. Fella tour. Let's get after it here. Um, <laughs> DraftKings, baby. DraftKings is going to be uh, sponsoring the skills competition um, again. Yep. So we'll be there getting some content, hanging out. It's a great night for us just to kind of go down and see some people around the league that we don't normally see. But last year we left Florida. We were hungover, but there was a little bitter taste in our mouth about the skills because we thought it's just, you know, it's missing something. You know, and I... I'm not saying guys at the NHL are listening to Mr. Curfew, but I, I think we might have stirred the pot here because they've changed it. They've changed it up. First of all, there's a million dollars on the line now for these Heads boys. Up. Like that will get the boys to tighten their laces. Back up the Brinks truck. You'll see some boys getting. Can you some, ask for that in cash. I mean, imagine being at the All Star game, winning the skills competition, and having a million dollars just to go out in Toronto that night and be a complete sideshow. How much would you spend? Two fifty. I mean, I, I would spend a lot. I would spend a lot. Yeah, I would. I'd probably spend right? a lot. I, I would go buck diddy. Give two fifty to charity. Spend two fifty that night, and then throw five hundred thousand in Bitcoin or whatever Ethereum. Yeah, um, have a time. I don't know anything about that stuff, but I mean, listen. I think this is a good idea about the NHL. I think a million dollars for these guys. Yeah, a little more competition. It's incredible. And there's a couple. But by the way, just because yeah. I know you're going to jump into something, but that ain't going to fucking. Um, 
that's going to move the needle where guys aren't going to sit out. Guys are going to want to bring the heat, right? Well, now you don't, they don't have a chance. There's only 12 guys that get in now. So and the, re- be one the of rest of the guys that don't. And is it fan voting? I think it was fan voting. Or is it just we know who the 12 sickest players are? There's one or two that are going to be on the mix, right? But look at on look at it up there on your computer. Yeah. Well, didn't we? Have I think it? it was. I think it was fan voted in for the for the skills competition. There's something we probably should know. But listen up, dog. We talked about some new events. They got a one timer challenge, which I can't wait to see. Now I'm wondering if these goalies got to get in there for the one timers because I'm sure they don't want to. I don't know if it's going to be how hard it is or trying to pick a corner, but I think a one timer challenge is a great thing. So round one is going to be fastest skater, hardest shot, stick handling, and a one-timer challenge. Um, and then round two will be an NHL shootout, and there's like a one-on-one thing, and then obstacle course. But I think this one-timer challenge, man, I can't wait to see these guys lead on it. I'd, I'd throw you some nice fucking one-tees, t- one bud. These guys love one-timer off season shoulder surgery after I feed, feed you so much. So listen, the, uh, the 10 of the first 12 participants are already named by the NHL. Okay? Yeah. Boom. Pasternak, McKinnon. Leon Dreisaitl, McDavid, Hughes, Matthews, Kucherov, Nylander, Shocker, Pedersen, and Kale McCart. Okay? The fans have the last word on the final two. Decent squad. Voting January 18th. can be logged in at NHL.com backslash vote. So, wow. Who are the next two guys? Uh, Nylander. No, Nylander's in the Barzal, maybe. Marner's in there? Marner's not, but you can't have three. Uh, you can't have three Toronto Those guys don't need the money either, eh? I know. None of these guys this game need the money, though. Throw, like, Nick Foligno in there. Get Brady Kachuk in there. My vote for Brady. Get yeah. Brady in there. Yeah. Hey? Barkov. Beauty. Ah. Barky. Barky's nasty. Sam Reinhardt. We're going to talk about Sam later. Yeah. But, listen, I think... I, I got Princey doing some digging. I swear we came up... I thought we came up with the one-timer. We, we said a one-timer challenge would be great. And I think I said a two-on-one drill or something like that. Mm. But I love that they're thinking outside the box here. A million dollars for the boys is going to get them going... Um, it's going to be fun up We're going to be there. Like I said, I'm looking forward to taking it in and seeing how hard the boys actually dig in there for the million bucks. And then obviously the all-star jerseys came out. Beams designed them. You're a stylish guy. Terrible. What'd you think? Not I thought they were bad. I mean, it's just yeah, reinventing the wheel with the, the logo and the uh, yellow is not a great color. I, I don't know your yeah. thoughts. Like there's four different colors. They all look like just the you know, kid, like yeah. got control of the, of the markers and stuff. Yeah. I'd like to go old school. I need to go back to the yeah, to the like black Campbell and orange. Conference. Yeah, it was like Gretz War, the Smythe Division. Yeah. Fucking Wales Conference, whatever it was called. Slash logo. Yeah, with the stars around the top. Full like, pants. Let's go retro. Let's go back to the old ones where Gretzky and Lemieux and those boys were. Like the oh. black and orange. That's what I would hope. Maybe if it's in Philly someday, they'll do that. But wouldn't it be great to see I don't like, know. Wayne come out on the ice and like Lemieux come out on the ice and do a couple two-on-one drills like McDavid and Gretz? Wayne or? That'd be sick. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure those boys got things to do. What if like each on. player got to bring out a great, and they got to do something with the guy? Like, what if Wayne was passing like Kucherov the puck? I mean, I think you could probably talk Wayne and Mero into passing, but I don't know yeah. if they want to do a two-on-one with those boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck! Do like the trick uh, hey, shootout Gretz, contest. Uh, you're doing a two-on-one with McDavid. Die, tie your skates. Hey, on. Gretz, can you do the Michigan? Yeah, Gretz is like, that? ah, I'll just be up here in the you know <laughs> NHL suite. Uh, but yeah, that'll be sick that. though. Bring the old, bring the boys back. Yeah, I mean, listen. Anytime Beavers involved in hockey, like we said here, I th- I think it's good. We'll see well, how it is. Good. We'll yeah. see how they look when they're on the ice. But I I'd like to go back to the old school, like I said. And then there was a clip of this kid Seth Jarvis. I, I guess somebody got hurt or something opened up, and he was like, "No, I got my trip to Mexico already booked." Which we joke about, but yeah, there's some seriousness to that. Fuck that. I don't want unless to he's in one of those twelve guys and he's got a chance bucks. to go for the mill. Right. 
You got to break them off a piece, right? Or... I mean, that break is so important. And now, I mean, you got it. You had the bye week. I never got a taste of the bye week. Thank God. Probably wouldn't have came back. I would have been out of shape for sure. But that break is so important. It was always like, tough. If, if you're not, if you're not McDavid and these guys that are, you know, know you're going to go every year, like, and once you do it once, maybe I guess going once would be a big deal. But if you already have your trip booked and you're kind of being an injured guy to, to replace, I don't think many guys want to do that. Do you? I, I know, know I wouldn't. I know, but it's the all-star game. You got to go one time. One time. You got to be a, you know what? If you have the chance to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. Because then you're, you're an all-star forever, bro. That's true. We can't take that away from you. Speaking of all-stars, we've got some all-star coaches here. Shout out to our boy, Rick Tockett. Oh, talks. Best team in the NHL right now, the Vancouver Canucks. Number one in the NHL. Incredible. He will be coaching the Pacific Division, and our boy, Bonesy, Rick Bonus, will be coaching the Central Division. And then your boy, Jim Montgomery, and the old vet, Peter Laviolette, have been named. But I'm so happy for talks, man. Be good to see him. Um, well, yeah, what, by what a hell of a run. What would have been DraftKings would have been if you said Rick Talkin and Rick Bonus would have been the two coaches representing Rexters. the Pacific. Representing the oh, Pacific it's great. Central. It's, uh, you know, I think anytime Canada, uh, can the Canadian team or teams in this case, are having a great year and get to be highlighted and showcased at the NHL All-Star Game, which happens to be in Toronto too, it's incredible. These guys, they were well-deserved, going to wear some sick suits. Talk's going to have that head nice and shaved up. He's yeah, going to be ready to rock and roll. Man. Yeah, I will. It's been a while since Talk's been in an All-Star Game, but he's been in a few. Yeah, so. it's it's going to be such a great weekend. And uh, I saw something on social media. Matt Sundin's going to be back in town. So uh, I'm going to try to get a hold of Matt and see if we can uh, meet up with him. But, you know, besides the weather, it's going to be chilly. But to have it in Toronto, the, the hockey yeah. mecca, there's going to be so many alumni there. Yeah, uh, You talk about, you know, making Gretz and Marigold for the Skills Cop. There are going to be so many Hall of Famers, legends hanging around. You know, yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, why not just uh, spill the beans now? We have... You know, I spoke to Ty Gretzky this morning and last week, um, but Gretzky's basement in yeah. Toronto, Canada, pop-up experience with all Wayne's um, memorabilia and some amazing uh, things that he's he's collected over the years and that his folks have collected. Um, we'll have details to follow, but that's going to be Friday afternoon of the All-Star Game. We hope if anyone's there, fans, check it out. Come check out Wayne's stuff, and we're going to sit down and have a little bit of a, you know, Chit chat, a little powwow, a little powwow there. I mean, listen, anytime there's 99 involved in anything, yeah, we're going. I would say it's probably pretty, pretty sick. Um, listen, fans voted in. I just want to give some love to the Canucks Nation. We're all Canucks. Pedersen, Miller, Brock, Besser, all got voted in. Good on you, Vancouver. Yeah, big time. Van gets a lot of like, you know, when when things are going bad, the Canucks fans are hard on you. But when things are going good, and I've been saying it, now these guys have been unbelievable. They go out and vote for them, get them in. Uh, I think that's unbelievable. Last thing for me here on the All-Star game is, I, I get it, there's there's four divisions, right? Which I just think they should go back to Western Conference versus Eastern Conference, 60-minute game, five-on-five, five, and I think the million dollars is up for grabs for the game, too. Or yeah, something. I there, agree. There's something. Yeah, it, it allows more players to play with different guys. Yeah. yeah. Whole West. Bring whole the whole West. West versus the whole East. And this is no disrespect to the goalies, because a lot of my goalies bailed me out throughout. Too many goalies, man. There's too many goalies. I mean, two on each team. I mean that's a that's a quarter of the fucking league, and, and we're, we're missing guys that could be coming in. No, like they're taking like, for example, Cam Talbot's having a great year. He's the representative for the Kings. Yep. I, I, I no disrespect to Cam, a great guy. I've heard like I'd rather see Kempe there or Kopitar, or Doughty. You know what I mean? I just I just think to me personally, there's too many goalies. Maybe they rotate teams. Like they these guys don't care. I mean they have an extra chance at the million bucks because you got to play on both teams. Yeah, I wonder if they right? give. Does a goalie have a chance to win the mill? 
I don't know, but there's like there's like there's eight goalies there, right? They make enough money, those goalies. Yeah. Especially when you're doing your DraftKings lineup. Man, they're all like pricey. They're all like, you know, uh, how much are those guys? They're all expensive. We're pricey. Yeah, they're all like 10 Gs. 10, yeah, yeah 10,000 minimum. Pricey. Uh, but anyways, congrats to all the All-Stars. Uh, the city of Toronto, we're fired up to come there, Updog. It's going to be an absolute time. It's sneaking up on us here, fella. Flights are booked. Rooms are booked. Let's go. Dust Rock off the Amex, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's order some new ones. Updog, get this guy a Labatt Blue fella. It's time, baby. Presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Get this guy a Labatt Blue. I got to give some love to our buddy Alex Kalorn. Killer. Killer made his return to Tampa. Woo, woo. I heard a rumor that he had a nice nice number on the board. Nice number. And a nice night. Uh, the boys obviously didn't want to take it because they stumped them 5-1, but which was your lock of the night. Listen, uh, to the Tampa Bay Lightning, I thought it was classy. You know, they gave him a real good, you know, you see a lot. Of these, I love the video, bro. You see a lot of these video tributes now to guys that didn't do a whole fuck of a lot Cheesy. where they played. This guy deserved it. Two yep. cups. Yep. Um, like I said, we've got to know him. It was tough for him to leave. <laughs> but when they're offering you six bananas a year, you say, hey, Cooper, the boys, I'll see you in the offseason. Totally. But I thought it was great. The next night he goes in and scores a game winner against the Cats, which fucked me on my parlay. But anyways, killer, get yourself a blue light into the Tampa Bay Lightning. Join him because I thought it was classy up dog. My man. Shout out and get this guy a Labatt blue light. Mark andre Fleury, bro. 552 NHL wins. I got to give this guy. This is insane. 5-0 yeah. shutout against the Islanders on Monday. Past Patty Waugh for second place all time. Only trailing Mr. Marty Broder himself. First win since October 3rd, 2003 was his first ever win. Sorry. And, uh, I mean, he's only got, what, 100 and, I don't know. He's got 140 victories away to catch Marty Brodeur, which is pretty insane when you think about yeah. that. But, he ain't going to catch Marty. Uh, it, it's amazing. Fleury, well, what a career. Great guy. Uh, you've seen the videos that circulated yesterday, especially on Missing Curfew. Uh, him calling out the the start of the game for the boys awesome. in Minnesota Wild. Boys love him. He's got a smile on his face every day. He's a great family man. So congrats to Mr. Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, best style of any goaltender I've ever seen, too. Yeah. But, yeah, keep going. He's still, he can still kick two up, dog. I mean, he's not going to catch Marty, but he's got some good hockey left if he want to plays. And he did some good stuff on TNT last week with Biz and the boys where you can tell what kind of guy he is because everyone loves him. Loves him. Yeah, so get him a blue light. Uh, speaking of another legend, Sidney Crosby. 26 goals on the season, big fella, and 20 apples to add for 46 points. Buddy, for the first time in a long time, He's on pace for a 50-goal season, and so you just brought it up to me today. Crazy. He has not had one. When I saw that. whole career with a career high of 44 goals in 16-17. I mean, Sid's a machine. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's fighting to get in, but he, I mean, listen, this guy is, if you still, I bet you if you did a survey of the league and said who's the best 200-foot player still, Nate McKenna would get some votes. Obviously, Connor, but I still think when it comes down to it, face-off, D-zone, low, just responsible and look at like you said 26 and 20 46 and 42 the guy's 35 years old 36 years old what would a vetch can do right now for 26 snipes? oh yeah right yeah he'd be right there he'd yeah. be tight be knocking on that door yeah i mean but sid's like you're right he's noticeable every night he moves his feet he wins battles he's up and down the ice he's power play pk face off that's that's the sign of just a, a true true hockey player yeah and, and a good guy yeah. you know a good guy and and 
just keep going. Say you're good for the game. And Pittsburgh, like I said, they're bound to get an up dog. And yep. last but not least here, get this guy, Labatt Blue, down in your old stomping grounds there where the old vitamin D is just, they're just handing it out. That, no tax, nice cars, they ride in golf carts. Sam Reinhart, seven games with either a power play goal or a shorthanded goal, which I thought was fucking pretty juicy. And he's one back of Matthews. He's 32 goals. Math, like, you think about Matthews. Every time I turn on ESPN or whenever, he's scoring a goal. Yep. Well, Sam Reinhardt's doing the exact same thing. And another thing about Rhino, drunkest guy I've ever saw at Coachella. He had an absolute <laughs> shift. Um, but listen, he's a free agent up, dog. Oh, man. Timing is everything. Wow. I, I, I just listen. I think this kid, you know, coming out of Buffalo, going there. Again, this is a feather in a cap to Paul Maurice, uh, Bill Zito, their GM, Chucky, everyone. 32 goals, man. One behind Matthews. Yeah, what kind of price tags? He, uh, do we got a, our boy back what there? What kind of price tag? Yeah, is that? what's he making right now? Well, he's about to be making. Is he making four and a half, maybe? Well, I can look it up here at Cap Friendly. Stand by. Stand by. It's more about what he's going to Oh, be well, making. that's why it's like, you know, what a what a bargain to have him on your squad this year. It's, you know, right? Listen, he signed a two-year 7.3 back in. Uh, yeah, so he's making. He's making four. six and a half. He's got one year left at six and a half. Oh. Listen, he's going to be making fucking 13. Yeah, if he keeps it going. I mean, if he wins the Rocket Richard. 55, yeah. Now, for me, this is like, when you start getting up to those double digits, right? 10 or more. Mm -hmm. And I was nowhere near that, right? I'm not even going to give Sam Reinhardt that much money. Listen, it's the hardest thing to do in the NHL score goals, right? I you would know. agree. Back, oh, you got, back to back. You got a few more than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but for him, it, can't just do it one year. For him with Rhino, yeah, you're right. I think. Like I think ten's a nice number for him, right? Like I mean, the fact that we're we have to have this discussion of Sam Reinhart making ten million dollars is, is not. Uh, I know, and it's incredibly deserves it all. He's going to the net. Okay, I, I said I said two months ago, young kids, watch out. Sam Reinhart goes and stays in front of the net with the new rules because he's reaping the benefits of it. So and sorry. I'm only saying if if he keeps this up, and I still think DraftKings asked me right now who you want. I say Matthews is going to win the Rocket, but if he somehow. Nibble and he takes down Matthews and scores 66 goals. Like, you know, we got a long way to go. I get it. I mean, is he not worth? Is there not a team out there like the Columbus Blue Jets? I, I don't know. Who needs scoring? I don't know. There's teams out there that need scoring, obviously. To me, what I'm saying is I would stay in South Florida if I'm him. Get a nice number. There, it's a great place to live and what more importantly, what they're building there. Yeah. Yeah. So I Rhino, agree. I know you want to get paid. You're gonna deserve it, but I just think it's a great spot for him. Plus five fifty on DraftKings for him to win the Rocket Richard right now. If you if you looked at this, I want to say three weeks ago when he was still kind of right there with Matthews, he was like plus twenty five hundred. Like it was like he can't keep it up. But wow, has he ever? And it's you know we're halfway through the year and it's All Star game coming up. And and it's listen, you talk about dogs days. There's there's not many dog days down there. You know you oh. live off Los Olas. If you if you can hold up and feel good, it's South Florida with that nice sun, like I was saying, vitamin D, and they're 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 rolling. They've lost two straight lately, but they were rolling. Hey, like you said, he goes to the net, man. He goes to the net. What's McDavid have for goals? Uh, He's plus three thousand right now. I don't know. Is he got twenty five? Twenty? He can get there. He's he's not going to win the Rocket Richard, though. I don't think his his goals are down from last year. I do know that. I love how you asked me. Goals this year. How many? 16. Yeah. 16. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he's stuck. He's down.
But I mean, he's just humming. I'm not that odd. So, well, Kyle, I mean, what is he? How many points is he behind Kucherov or McKinnon for the Art? What's he to win the Art Ross? He's got 57 points. Um, Kucherov, he's got almost 45 goals, I think. Let's check. What's McDavid to win the Art Ross? Is that there on DraftKings? Well, he's plus 275 right now to win the Hart. Okay, what about the scoring? Uh, it, it doesn't give the, unfortunately. Kucherov's at 72 points. 72 <sighs> points. What's McKinnon at? 70. I got Nate to win the heart. I got him at yeah. the start of the season. Yeah, he's plus 210. Yeah, I got him at better than that at the start. They're humming, man. They are absolutely humming. But Rhino, keep it going. All those boys, grab yourself a blue light. We'll be right back. I missed a curfew. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some of the bat blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. It's milk carton time up, dog. First and foremost, I, I don't want to pile on the San Jose Sharks here, but I, I kind of do because they cost me money about a month into the season where they decided to go on a winning streak. But I'm begging you in San Jose, please take the teal helmets off on the road. You don't need to draw any more attention to yourself. I agree. You guys are so bad. And I feel for the guys there because I've been on bad teams. I was on a bad team in Tampa one year. I was on a bad team in Colorado. It sucks. I feel for the players. But just put white helmets on, please. Like, Carolina does it too, which I don't love. I don't ask much. But should, can you just please put white helmets on the road? Because it, it's just, you should have two helmets in the NHL, right? Especially in the summertime. Yeah. You need that second helmet in the summer just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I think they all do, right? Oh. Everybody but the Carolina Hurricanes and the San Jose Sharks have white helmets on the road. Wow. Well, let's figure it out. Come on. I, I hate it. The I teal hate it. are terrible. The teal are terrible. The, the, teal the, teal silver, the silvers are not great in Vegas. And, uh, you know, I guess it's Carolina wears what, red? On the road? They wear red on the road. I don't love that either. But they're a good squad. So if you're good, you can kind of get away with it. But when you're San Jose and you're just trying to get through the end of the season here, let's put some white helmets on. Just give it a try. If anyone's out there listening from the Sharks, let's see what it looks like with the white. Come on. Yeah, see if you can put a couple Ws Jumbo Joe did it back in the day with the white. I I wonder what Joe thinks. uh, If anyone sees Joe Thorne, ask him what he thinks about it. But to me, it's milk carton time. Enough with the teal helmets. And up dog, some good news here. We're going to take a guy off the milk carton. Uh, Max Pacioretty. Guy's been hurt for feels like forever. Uh, two Achilles? Was it two Achilles? Yeah, same one. But really bad injury. Really tough. Listen, I give this guy a lot of credit for coming back. He's played six games. He's got three points for a Washington Capitals team. I'm just happy to see him back. Man. Yeah, of course. Like, that that was incredible. Scary. I didn't even know where he played. Yeah. Um, but good for him. I mean, he was a hell of a he was a hell of a goal scorer, an incredible player, and nice to see one of the uh, you know the vets, good vets in the league, be back healthy and playing again. Absolutely. Good for him because I thought rehab had to been hell. And he's made enough money that he could have been like, you know what? I just, I'm going to rehab so I can enjoy my life. I don't really want to, you know, he's never won a Stanley Cup. Maybe that fuels him, but I, I hope he succeeds. And you saw it last week. Patty Kane kind of went to the boards a little. I haven't heard. Nah, it looked a little tricky, man. It looked like it was, it could have been a lower body. Hopefully it's not a, nothing crazy. Hopefully it's not his knee or, or his hip, but. You know, he he did fall awkwardly in the war, in the boards. It looked to me when I saw it his hip. It says Patty Kane to miss some time with a lower body injury. So that that's good news. It's not like yeah. out indefinite, but I mean he was playing for a guy. There's nobody come really back good. from that surgery, right? 
Yeah, no, that, that and I, we talked about this, but no, it takes a minute, man. It takes a minute for the for, for for the load like to be, you know, game after game after game. But he's kept it up. I mean, he's played what fifteen games. He's he's right there. He's been effective. He scored some great goals, an incredible breakaway goal last week. So, for, you know, thinking yeah. about him. He's been great. He's, he looks good. better with Patty Kane. And he looks good in that uniform too. So sure does. Uh, that was the milk carton fella. Uh, brings us in to back up the Brinks truck, fella. Back it right it's up. Time. It's in Chicago. They're backing it up. Listen, we're on this podcast, and a lot of times we complain about these young guys getting contracts. At the end of the day, we want everyone to get paid, but this one is so well-deserved. Nick Foligno, two years, four and a half bananas a year. He goes in there. He does the right thing. He sticks up for the young superstar. He fights. He hits. Great in the room. I mean, That's I'm so happy deal. for this guy, man. I'm so happy for him. What a deal, Obi. What a deal. And, like, if I'm a GM around the league, I'm a little bit bummed because I was probably looking at the deadline. Like, how many teams would love to add Nick Foligno? Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, it'll cost you now. Uh, yeah, well, now he's not going anywhere at that. I and mean, his, you know, and another guy not too far away from from what he's doing with these young players, Jason Dickinson. I play with him in Vancouver for a little, or a cup of coffee. Two years, 4.25. I mean, he's got 14 goals. He's having a career year, but again, you just you can't just you know fill your lineup with with no name guys. You yeah. got to have these guys that know how to play and win faceoffs and fight and skate. And these guys, uh, you know, that's a lot of money. Listen, I thought I, I don't know Jason Dickinson. Yeah, I watched him play for Travis Green. Four four or two five for Dickinson. Wow. I, I thought this guy was out of the like on his way out of the league. Yeah, like in Vancouver, he was really bad. Really bad. And for him to go there, I guess it just shows up. you like, opportunity, right? How how you embrace it? You go to Chicago, you know you're going to be bad, but you got, you're got you going to play in situations you've never played in. But very rarely do you go from making, you know, a million bucks to making two years, 4.25 as like yeah. a good, you know, character, like fill-in guy. Totally. I mean. It feels like they just give extensions out now throughout the year a lot easier than when we played. No? I saw this deal for Dickinson. I was like, I was on a one-year deal in Colorado and I was lighting it up. I was having a great year just into the new year. I was having a great year. No one ever called me for no. an extension. My no. agent didn't even Jerry and Steve. It didn't even. I, I was like, like I, I didn't even think about it either. I should have maybe. Like I yeah, should. Like, hey, I, uh, I just hey, feel like go. they're handing it out in Chicago. They like it they out. did this summer, and they are again. And I mean, they stink, but they they you know they need these guys. I'll tell you what they they stink. So what do you just go find? You know whether it costs oh, Nick you two and a half million. But but where are you finding a half of uh, Nick Foligno this summer for two million bucks? You're not. You're no, not finding not. Nick Foligno. But this Jay like Dickinson, I don't know if I would have been in a hurry to give him that deal. I, I followed good for you. Good on you. Some over and backs right now. Maybe there's a chance. Huh? Fourteen goals is a lot, but I mean, I, I guess you need veteran guys there. Yeah. But Nick Foligno, congratulations, fella. Uh, hopefully he gets back sooner or later. Uh, last but not least, here I missed a curfew up dog around the National League. Uh, I want to start here. My boy, Gabriel Landis Cog. It was so good to see him on the edge, yeah. man. Just out there working the edges. Style, good, style. oh yeah. I, I said, listen, you, you look stick good. Stick handle in the biscuit. I text Kyle Keefe right away because Keefer's a beauty. He loves Landy. I mean, he, no one's seen Landy grow more than Kyle Keefe. Like he saw him from a 19-year-old to what he is now. And I said, I don't want to get excited here, but like, well, what's he's like? Hey, yeah, he's just he's obviously easing into it and, and I'm not getting this, but it was just nice to see him. And as a guy who's got the Colorado avalanche in the future at plus 900 to win the Stanley cup, if they could ever get 92 back healthy for playoffs, I mean, you know, and, and I want to say this actually, um, the big train there, Nush Nushishkin, Yeah. Um, 
Is that how you say it? Valery Natushkin? Natushkin. I call him the big Russian train. Listen, he was having an unbelievable year. 22 goals. Uh, I, I thought he was past whatever he was dealing with. So I just want to wish him all the best. Uh, as an ex-Avs guy, the guy who watched a lot of Avs game, he's been playing unbelievable up dog. So I hope he gets the help he deserves. Yeah. Uh, it's a big loss for them. Lekkinen's still out. Uh, Byron's been banged up. They're, they're banged up right now. But to see Landy out there, good style, eh? He's got great style. Um I wish he's a guy like I I, I look up to a younger guy. W- wish I could could have had a chance to play with him. Um, you know, big fan of our podcast and big supporter. But um, it's the, the the Colorado Avalanche and the league. We need those young guys in. He he's he's been a guy that's um, that these young kids look up to. That that you know we've had unfortunately out with a couple of years serious injury. And I'll, I'll touch on the Natushkin too. Is is that get this guy the help he needs now because you know look forward to him coming back as a better you know a better guy clear you know clear um addressing the things he needs to address and then have him back for playoff run playoff time last year missing him in the playoffs was a big loss to him why they didn't really make it past the Kraken and and right now um you know we're one big family so you know the guys in that room probably really uh you know, really understand what he's going through and, and getting him the help they need is, is the right thing. Yeah, well said. And I, I thought he kicked it just the way he was playing. He looked big. He looked healthy. He looked strong. They were in Toronto. I don't, I don't want to say it was. Do you think it would have been Toronto? Like, you know, it fell off the wagon? Because it's easy city to fall off the wagon on. But it was just, obviously, I'm joking. But, yeah, no, it's... Where there's smoke, well, there, where there's, smoke there's fire, I'm talking. I know every time I went into Toronto, I mean, I, I was... I had something lined up. Yeah, totally. Right? I had something lined up. Uh, Edmonton Oilers, tonight we're recording on Tuesday. They play the Maple Leafs tonight. It's going to be a great hockey game. Updog, we sat on our podcast and said, these guys are going to go on a streak. Let's bet it. Well, we missed it because they've won 10 straight. Um, new team record. They never even won 10 when Gretz was there. That's impressive. That's impressive to me. I but. find that shocking. Was that just because of overtimes and no team ties and shootouts? Or Must have been. Crazy that Gretz can yeah. win 10 in a row with the oil. It's like they had a tie, eh? They had a tie. For yeah, sure. they they just took one night off every ten games because yeah. they won a lot of hockey games. A lot of hockey games. Um, something about new coaches with these guys. Hey, eh? it's like new girlfriends. They get all excited. They get all excited. Block. Yeah, oh, he's got the boys playing hard, playing unbelievable. I can't yeah. wait to watch that game tonight. Do you think they can keep it going? I mean, I wish we would have been betting them like ten straight. I I knew they were going to snap it off. Like, yeah. Um, Stupid. You know what? It's a confidence thing, and and Connor McDavid is playing extremely gifted hockey right now, and so it's 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 one of those cases where heads up, he's, you know, he's going to go just walk you and dance you and bury one behind you. Yeah. Did you hear what uh, Drysaddle said probably a couple of weeks ago about on you know being restricted free, unrestricted free agent coming up? He said, "I got to take care of myself, and Connor's got to worry about him." Obviously, we want to finish the goal here, but I was like, I love the honesty. Because that's the truth. Like, they want to win a Stanley Cup for the Oilers fans. I'm sure they, they, they yeah. love those fans, of passionate fans. But at the end of the day, Leon Dreisel has got to do what's best for him. And 97 has got to do what's best for him. So I love that he was completely honest about that. And he's a year away from it. Next year's his last year before he's UFA. I know. But I just thought it was like a little tickle maybe just to be like, hey, boy. Does he sign a one-year ticket in Edmonton for 15 just to stay? But how do they even work that in the cap? Like, just to stay one more year with Connor and then... I think he's going to sign with the LA Kings. I think Kopitar is going to retire and Drysdale is going to come in making $13 million. 
How are you? He's gonna be living in Manhattan Beach. He's gonna be a member of Bel Air. Fuck, I mean, come on, bro. We'll help him with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and last but not least, around the National League here, Connor Bedard. This guy he loves hockey. He's already oh, back he's, out there with a, a bubble creature. on. He's a creature of hockey. You, you called it, buddy. I know. You said he'd already be skating, and I thought, ah, maybe take some time off, kid. He's already back out there. Luke Richardson said he was licking his chops. Couldn't keep him off the ice. Now listen, a broken jaw. You know, that slows you down a little bit. But if yeah. I was hurt, I'd be like, okay, listen, I'm going to take a couple days. i take a week. Well, you got to go on the liquid diet, so that's yeah. that's good for you. Yeah. yeah, you just need those scissors in case you have too much to drink. I, I remember Aaron Rome broke his jaw, and he always had those scissors that he had just in case. Oh, what do you mean? Aaron Rome got in a fight downtown Portland, knocked out cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I was with him. I was in the hospital with him the whole fucking night. And, uh, yeah, they wired his jaw shut, and he had so these little scissors. Scissors, what, to get the food in? So, like, if he's puking. Oh. You got to cut them. I'm sure they got better technology now. Yeah, they're like. Oh, well, he'd have a pair of scissors, like, oh. that if he, like, worst case scenario, sniff. He, he was wired shut. Oh, fuck. Tough, tough injury. Yeah, he chirped the wrong fisherman downtown. Portland, <laughs> and these guys waited for him. Man, they waited for him and kicked the shit right out of him. We were banned from going out downtown after that. I wasn't thrilled about that. Really? But, um. Okay. So when do you think Bedard's back? You got that bet with Lupo. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Like I think he's back. Uh, he's he's going to miss his four weeks. Four weeks. Four so weeks. you're taking the under. If I said four to six, you're taking under. Like he's back maybe four at the max kind of thing. Yeah, but he's going to be back with the bubble and he's going to be, you know, they're, they're going to ease him back there. But I'd, I'd say from, it's been what, a week? I'd say he's back in, in under four weeks from, from now. He's going to leave that bubble on the rest of the year, isn't he? He's back by Valentine's Day. It's the tw it's January 16th. He's back by February 14th. Does he leave that bubble on the rest of the year? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. 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 If no. you're if you're Kyle Davidson, you are you not just like leave that on for the rest of the year, kid? I, it might, you know what? I think the bubble. I think having the bubble on, it hits your jaw more. I think like a little shot to the to the chin with the with the bubble on. I think that fucks it up more than just taking the glove there. Yeah, I know that. If, if, listen, if the kid came in the front of that with me and that bubble, I push that bubble right into his totally. chin. But totally. They don't do that. You no, know, and the guys, the guys will respect the fact that he just broke his jaw. Like you know, if Connor Bedard comes down on you now and he's going wide on you, you're not going to elbow him up in the, up high. Why know? not? Uh, Why not? A little Why respect not? factor. Why not? Well, I, I don't know. Why what not? Would you do to him? I would fucking, Slip I would him? fucking rough him up. I would have put yeah. my, I'd be like, kid, don't come near the net. I won't touch it. But if yeah. you come to the net, I'm going to get you. And listen, people listen to this podcast. We love you, thanks. And some people on our social media. About me always, about, you know, the game softness. You know, listen, I've had some ex-players yeah. text me and you. No need for names. Yeah. Class, world-class players, Stanley Cup champions, good guys being like, uh, they can't watch it. Uh, the penalties, so yeah. soft, this and that. So, I don't know. I'm, I just think, uh, I don't know, but I just think you're going to keep the stinky glove away from Connor Bernard's face for a bit. When he first comes back. Well, I'm not. I, Especially I mean, when you're I, playing the Hawks, you're up 4 nothing early. It's like. Do I need to fucking, you know, be the guy like elbowing this kid as he comes up to Well, listen, if you're asking me as an as a defenseman, so if I'm on the ice with him, I'm worried he's gonna dangle me to begin with, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking Stick as on puck, I'm going in the Stick game. I'm thinking going in the game. Okay, this kid's coming back from a broken jaw. I don't want to end up on Sports Center with Steve Levy and the boys. Mm -hmm. So maybe when he comes in that the first time, I may punch him in the bubble and be like, Hey kid, you fucking come near me again, it'll be even worse next time. So now I limit my. Want to be on Sports Center for that? No, yeah, I know, but now getting... now I don't have to worry about this kid dangling me. Totally, right? Yeah. I don't want to end up on the highlight reel. This guy putting it through my wheels. So if I punch him in the face early with the bubble <laughs> on, maybe he doesn't come near me the rest of the game. You know I, what mean, I mean, it's one way to look at it. I think it's a great way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Don't you get soft like to, over there? Don't I you get watch, soft? I miss there. watching you play hockey, buddy, so much. 
I was hey, listen. I watched you more than you. I you were still in the league. You were my favorite playoff player. I almost got an upshall jersey. So, uh, up dog, great being back with you, buddy. I mean, what an Bella. outfit. We didn't even touch about your outfit. Look at that outfit. What's that T-shirt? It's sick. That's, uh, the Johnny V. Yeah, that's nice. Straight Johnny V tarp. Yeah. You still get the NHL discount, forty percent off, bud. Yeah, yeah. So you guys out there, if you want a, a little code, let me know. Up dog, if if we could get the my receipts from over my career of how much money I spent at Johnny V. <laughs> It would blow your mind. How many up. of the jackets do you think you still got? I got my one winter one, and I got a couple like that one you got on there. Is that Johnny V up top yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. It's, Johnny, it's a full Johnny V. It's actually full Johnny V. Yeah. Are you going to get some new clothes for the All-Star weekend? Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I just don't know why yet. Listen, I'm looking for a three-quarter winter jacket like that's kind of like a platy kind of black. Like, you know what? I'm looking like a charcoal. I'm looking for that. So if you see um, one. Yeah, like charcoal. Three like, a, like a three-quarter. Yeah. Like uh, with some patterns Let's on it. But Johnny B. Bust out the card. <laughs> <laughs> Max, all past me to Kyle. Thanks, buddy, back there. That was missing curfew. Fellas. Fella. We got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no run in its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact, ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jagermeister U.S., White Plains, New York. 